1: This is Riz Hatton with the Becker's Dental Plus DSO podcast. I'm thrilled to be joined today by David Tony, Chief Growth Officer of Independence Dental. David, thank you so much for being here today.
0: Well, thank you, Riz, for having me.
1: Fantastic. Well, could you start by introducing yourself and telling us a bit about your background?
0: Sure. Again, that's uh, David Tony. I'm the Chief Growth Officer of Independence uh, Dental. Um, in that role, I mainly head up all of the business development uh, efforts. I uh, come from the dental implant world. For many years, I was with uh, Noble Biocare and leadership roles in the US and Europe before going over to the Strauman Group where I was heading up their neodent division um, in global markets outside of Brazil. Uh, from there, I went on to uh, uh, be the president of Clear Choice Dental Implant Centers, East Division. Um, and during the pandemic, myself and a few other uh, partners launched uh, a new and differentiated type of DSO uh, platform here in the States.
1: Fantastic, thank you. So my first question for you is, what are the biggest issues you're following in dental today?
0: Well, uh, there's several. And uh, of course, right now the biggest issue is uh, what's going on with uh, the credit markets, uh, with the uh, the economy uh, in general, there's just uh, so much uncertainty and uh, inflation and, and rates going up and uh, we're, we're watching all of that uh, you know, very closely
1: interesting thank you so what are you most excited about and what makes you nervous when you think about the future of the industry
0: um, well, well that you know that's a great question we actually founded this platform because of some of our concerns around not all DSOs but Many DSOs and what we would call corporate-driven dentistry or quoted-driven dentistry, and and perhaps some of the uh, you know the negative impacts of uh, you know, focusing you know, only on uh, or mainly on cost and uh, and and just trying to drive costs out of the system, you know, uh, you know cheaper you know, care. Um, and as the market is consolidating very quickly into corporate dentistry, um, we wanted to create a a platform for those type of dentists that still wanted to practice in a premium manner and uh, you know not be told you know what to do. Uh, so uh, many concerns going on around uh, the whole uh, uh, you know space with uh, with dentistry, but I think that uh, uh, there's always going to be a home for you know the boutique dentist that really wants to focus on you know, quality
1: dentistry. Could you talk a bit about what makes um, a good DSO? What are some of the traits um, that you found that good DSOs have?
0: Well, gosh, there's so many DSOs out there, and they come in many different uh, flavors. So I wouldn't want to label one good, you know, or bad. Um, there's uh, uh, there there's a, a a place for you know for all of them, and and you know different. Uh, you know, types of practices uh, some of the, the bigger more traditional DSOs provide a transition opportunity for um, dentists that are uh, looking to, to retire and, and can't find a, uh, another dentist in this market to, uh, to buy them um, so what I like to tell you know clients is you know, really take a look at the business model and see if it's a good fit for you in your' both your short and your long-term. Uh, goals. Uh, you, know, you really only get one chance to to sell your practice, and uh, you're going to be in uh, most of these dental partnership organizations partnered with them for three to five years. So um, you really want to make sure that how they operate is is and how they're going to ask you to provide dentistry is uh, uh, you know very very important because there's no looking back after you've you've signed on.
1: Great, thank you. So, what will the most effective healthcare leaders need to be successful in the next two to three years?
0: Um, you know one of the things that I think about a lot is culture, and what's interesting about that is that it seems like every organization now has read enough books they know enough about what to say about culture. Um, but what leaders really need is is authenticity because uh culture is more than just the, uh, the, uh, the, the slogans and you're talking about uh, uh, accountability uh, which what which, you which really mean is fear um, and I just think that there's a lot of leaders out there that uh, are paying lip service uh, to culture uh, and they really need to be uh, authentic and meet their employees and their partners where they're at and have you know more real conversations and to you know to listen to them more um, I think that seems to be lacking in in many, many organizations right now.
1: Fantastic. Well, David, thank you so much for joining me today and for all of your fascinating insights. I look forward to connecting with you again in the future.
0: Yes, thank you. You have a wonderful
1: day and we'll look forward to seeing you soon. Thank you.